Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. Your host, Erica here. This week, we're going to be talking all about the pandemic skip. So if you've not heard about this, this is something that The Cut released. It is an article, and they talked all about how time was warped from before and after COVID. And I do think a lot of people have talked about this. I know I have shared my feelings about timeline, if I'm at where I thought I would be, and how how the pandemic really did affect that. So I thought it was an interesting article. I thought, why not chat about it a little bit today? So let's dive in. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I am a mindset mentor, personal development junkie, holistic health advocate, and lover of all things spiritual. At the Get Empowered Podcast, I'm here to help you overcome limitations, step into your power, and create your dream life. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you're looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life, and to become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. Your host, Erica, here, and I am so excited for this week's episode. It's going to be a fun one, so let us dive in. First, what am I currently loving? Well, I'm loving lots of things, lots and lots of things. One thing I am currently loving, and it is silly, is this Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey uh, potential relationship situation. Let me tell you, I'm not someone, well, you know what, fuck it. Yeah, sure, call me a Swifty. I wouldn't say I'm obsessed. I don't analyze every single detail of her life. I don't know everything about every relationship she's been in. But let me tell you that the concept of T-Swift being with this like huge football star who seems to talk her up and like praise her and just show her off, I love, I love it. And some people may be like, why? Why do you give a fuck? Well, she was recently just got out of a long-term relationship where the guy basically wanted to hide, hide away from the world. And it just seems like their personalities may be a better match. And I'm just here for it. You know, he seems very charismatic and fun loving, and he's in a completely different industry than her, which I think is really important, but also very successful, which again, I think is very important because, you know, T-Swift level of success is very hard to comprehend and he is an expert in his own field he's one of the greats in his own field and she's one of the greats in her field so i think it's really cool i've just been loving it i know it sounds so fucking dumb but honestly um it's just so freaking cute so that's what i'm loving i just have been like seeing way too many videos about it way too many tiktoks with me way too many discussions apparently guys their astrology lines up so fucking well for this and um i love that because the astrology does not lie the astrology does not lie if you do not know that i think that way well there you go that's how i think the astrology apparently matches up super well so i love when a fabulous sagittarius woman finds a man that appreciates her and i love that for her so we'll see what happens i mean a lot of people are like this is end game this is it I don't want to make any assumptions because this could be PR. This could be PR a hundred fucking percent. Who knows? But I'm here for it regardless. So that's what I'm loving. And what am I grateful for? 
I'm grateful for a lot of different things. Um, we, I don't know, I'll put this in the gratitude category. I'm grateful for my puppies and we actually have a new addition to the family. We got a third dog kind of, um, so I say kind of because it's not officially official yet at this point. Um, we basically what happened was I've been having puppy fever as many of you know. And I just saw this one dog and she was so damn cute. And I don't know, she was like the type of dog that Kyle and I have talked about getting. This may sound really morbid, but I'd rather get a dog now while both of our current dogs are still here, um, especially because they have the energy to deal with a younger dog right now. And so I was like, why not do it now versus like later, maybe after one has passed, that just kind of made me sad to think that one would be alone. So I don't know. I saw this dog. I loved her. And I was like, Kyle, we should just go look at her. And he was so against it. He was like, no, we don't need a third dog. But he was also like, well, you do the majority of the, of the dog care. So if you really, really want one, um, like it's mostly going to be on you anyways. So I'll go look. And if I like her, then maybe. So, and he was so resistant guys, like in the car, he's like, why are we doing this? We have two dogs. We don't need a third one, blah, blah, blah. And she's a beautiful some sort of shepherd mix. Um, she's a rescue. So no one really knows. Poor thing was like dumped on a golf course nearby, um, in a town nearby, actually right near my old apartments in Scottsdale. It's like tragic, but anywho, she's beautiful. So we met her this past weekend and, um, we both fell in love with her. We get in the car and Kyle's like, just so you know, that is going to be my dog. If we get her, that will be my dog. And I'm like, okay. And she's just so fucking cute. And so Sunday she met our other two dogs and the foster was like, okay. Or the rescue was like, okay, we'll have her stay with you for the next like two to three weeks. And if it all goes well, then you can officially adopt her. So she's been with us for two to three weeks and I'm obsessed. I think really it's one of those things where they just give a grace period of, make sure everyone is kind of on the same page, make sure the dogs get along because, you know, you can meet a dog and like love it, but then see their real personality and realize it's not a good fit, especially when you have other dogs in the home. So I actually kind of love that they have this little trial period. So it's been a couple of days. It's been, I think we're on day, we're on day three, the third full day, if you don't count the half day of the day we got her. Um, and let me tell you, it's just been so cute. And so that's why I'm grateful for it. Cause it's just like filling up my heart, but Boomer, who's our older dog, he's 10. He's kind of like, doesn't really give that many shits. You know, he's not anti her, but he's not like absolutely all over her or anything. He's like, Oh, she's around. I guess she's here now. Whatever. Cool. You know, they like have hung out a little bit, but he's not super, uh, he doesn't give a, he doesn't really give a fuck. Now Hunter, on the other hand, he is seven and Hunter is also a Husky shepherd mix. And, um, the rescue thinks she might be a Husky shepherd mix and maybe something else in there. She has really long legs and really big paws. So, and at the vet today, she was 50 pounds. So she might be a pretty big girl. We'll see. Um, and obviously we don't know hundred percent her age, but they'd say she's probably under a year, probably under a year or right out a year. And, um, Anywho, it was just so cute because Hunter has been loving her. He like wants to be around her. He likes to play with her. They have similar like energy levels. Obviously him being a little bit older, you know, he has toned it down a lot, but she reminds me a lot of how he was um, when I got him when he was two-ish. And it's just very cute. It's very, it's very cute to see them together. And it's just making my heart so happy because, you know, I was actually talking about that 
about this in ACA and it might sound a little crazy, but I think of when it comes to like a personal development standpoint that it can be really like, we can be really hard on ourselves sometimes, you know, like this concept of healing and healing journey and like trying to improve ourselves. It, it can be hard and it's really easy to get down on yourself. But then when you think of like rescuing an animal and you are so understanding of their past and their history and their trauma. And it's like, why, why do we not give ourselves that much grace? You know, like this poor little thing. I understand why she has these different fears, these different insecurities, why she may be a little bit needy, why she needs love. Um, and why like the gentleness that you approach her with, right? Like it makes sense. So I'm like, why can't I approach myself with that gentleness? Like what the fuck? That doesn't make sense. Right. So it's just been really fun, really interesting. I'm loving it. Of course there is an adjustment. Um, but I've never owned a girl dog before. You know, my family did get a girl puppy at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, honestly, just timing wise, it was weird. It just kind of worked out that way. They weren't planning on doing it for the pandemic. They actually had already planned to get a puppy. And then the day before everything shut down was like when they were going to get her. It was kind of crazy. So they did. And then, you know, we raised her and it was cool. But like she wasn't my dog, you know, though I love her. She's great. Uh, so this has been really fun. And like, obviously, it's the first dog Kyle and I have gotten together. And she just like adores Kyle, too. And she's my little shadow and hangs out with me while I work. And so it's just been very fun. I'm, you know, I'm loving it right now. It's really just trying to not create separation anxiety because she is so attached to me at the moment. And, you know, my dogs really are very independent. You know, Hunter and Boom are very independent. So I'm not going to lie. A little part of me is like loving the attention because who wouldn't love an adorable puppy that's like obsessed with you? Like, come on. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm grateful for. So currently loving T-Swift and Travis Kelsey, who is on the Kansas Chiefs. And uh, very grateful for my dogs, grateful for the opportunity. Um, also, if you have the ability to foster, let me tell you, it would be heartbreaking to like give her to another family, but I am so thankful to have her now. And of course, we're not like in the situation where they're expecting us to be fosters, like they are expecting us to adopt her. That is the plan. But this is showing me the value of fostering and how important it is. So if you're able to foster, maybe you love dogs, but you don't want the commitment of a dog like long-term, but you're willing to open your home for a period of time. I think that's very cool. And I love that. So anywho, I just, I am working with a smaller rescue in the Phoenix area and I love that it's veteran owned. So here for it. And yeah, I'm just really grateful. So let's talk about this, this, uh, pandemic skip. So you guys know that I've talked about this concept of like the timeline and am I on the timeline that I should be on? Um, really, am I where I want to be in life? So I'm going to pull up the article really quick so I can just give a little run through on what it said. So this is from the cut and I can link the article in the show notes. So it states that COVID warped our perception of time or that COVID warped our perception of time is well established. Studies show that stressful experiences tend to make it feel unclear how much time is passing, especially when one is confined to one's home for months on end. It felt fast. It felt slow. It's now hard to remember at all. With some time and space from that urgent panicked period, did that happen yesterday or the day before? How long has it been since I've seen another person? Some new questions have started to come up. Like, if we slept through three years of normal life development, how old are we really? This pandemic skip the strange sensation that our bodies might be a step out of sync with our minds happened to people of all ages. So we've heard of those freshmen in high school who never had attended middle school, went back to their classrooms, 
punching each other like 12 year olds or people who went from seven, 57 to 60. So I just want to talk about this concept because, you know, I think it's really interesting, this concept of the pandemic skip and how it's affecting people. And so, you know, we went from being confined to our home to just going back to the office, going back to parties. And it talks in this article how, you know, she went from being like going out all the time to then all of a sudden not. And a lot of her friends at the time all like shacked up with their partners. And when they came out of the pandemic, there was a lot of like weddings to attend. A lot of people who had gotten like very serious with their partner. But at the same time, I think there's also like, let's just be honest here, a lot of divorces in the pandemic. Kyle was one of them. A lot of big life changes. You know, I had a relationship end during the pandemic. And I just think that the pandemic affected everyone differently. And this concept of did we lose three years of our life? It's something to think about especially when maybe you're hard on yourself about your timeline. So I'm going to like take you through my little pandemic experience. Essentially, when the pandemic started, I was a fellow at the University of Michigan and all of a sudden shit just shut down. So we lost like about a third of our fellowship experience, which was really sad. I'll be honest, like it broke my heart that I missed some of the normal things. And like, I would have gotten a ring most likely from Michigan, like because of the team I worked with, they were, they would have won their conference, like 99.9% .9 sure, because they were by far the best one. And that's, they always won their conference. And like, that would have been a very cool experience to have won an athletic ring from the university of Michigan. So of course, disappointed in that disappointed that I didn't really get like a real goodbye with people disappointed that all of a sudden it was like, okay, bye friends. See you fucking later. Um, but it also really like made you think about what is important to you. And I know for me, I had moved away from home when I was young. Well, I shouldn't say young, but I left for college and I went as far away as possible with in-state tuition, right? So I left when my youngest brother was like eight, when he was eight, right? So living at home when he was still in high school, that year, you know, before COVID hit, I was still like, I was working a lot in Ann Arbor, which was a commute for me. I was traveling a lot for work. And so all of a sudden being forced to be home, even though it was hard, I was like, I haven't had this much family time in a long time. And, you know, it was before some of the drama happened in my family. So it was really fucking nice. Like it was really nice to see people. It was really nice to spend time with my brother, with my mom, my dad, with these people that are like, I haven't lived in the state or in the area in fucking years, right? Like I've lived far from home pretty much since like 2012, right? Which is when I went to college. And so it was really nice to have that time. But at the same time, I think my experience is definitely different than other people. So I guess let me just keep going. So once my fellowship ended, because it did end in June of 2020, I was very fortunate and I had actually already lined up a job. So I had about a two week break between jobs. And that's when I moved to Arizona, um, not knowing anyone. And I was supposed to come out here with my ex. And then two days before the move, he was like, JK not coming. And I'm like, huh, nice. And so that was very stressful, right? You know, I probably wouldn't have chosen this location. Um, if I had been single at the time, I'll be honest, I probably would have stayed in the Midwest. And it was very scary because they were still working from home when I started at my new job. And um, it was a lot. It was a lot to move to a place by myself, knowing no one, having no friends, having, hadn't been there before. And then, you know, I had a lot of shit happen at the 
beginning of my time in Arizona, right? So literally within two months of moving there, I had an athlete that died of suicide, um, one of my athletes from Michigan, and that was just really heartbreaking. It was my biggest fear as an AT, and unfortunately in my short career as like an official AT at the collegiate level, it happened and it was just heartbreaking. And it was someone that I, I wouldn't say we were like besties by any means, but I did get to know them relatively well. I had like some pretty intense experiences with them during my time. So it was heartbreaking. It was really heartbreaking. And then literally like the day after that or the day before that, I forget like the day it happened, but I think it was like two or three days later is when someone tried to pull a gun on me and, or someone did pull a gun on me and like tried to rob me. And that was just obviously shattering for me. That was horrible. That was awful. So it's like, and I was like in a very unhealthy and toxic relationship. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why did I move here? I'm all alone. I'm dealing with all this shit. And I was so fucking low, you know, and then obviously skip forward a couple months. I broke up with my ex, my grandma died. And it was just like a ton of shit, like within a six month period, a ton of shit happened. So within that first year of COVID, it's like, my dream fellowship kind of ended abruptly. I moved, I had a massive move. I ended a long-term relationship that I thought was it because I don't know, I was stupid and not delusional. I was Delulu as the people say nowadays, thinking that that was the one, but I did at the time, right? I was young and I was what, 27, I think, what, mm, 26, 26 or 27. I'm 29 turning 30 this year. So whatever. Yeah, I would have been what 20, uh, 26 turning 27, I think. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. I don't know. Math, hmm, math is hard. So anywho, it was like, it was a lot. And then, you know, I was in Arizona, I was getting to know my career. I met Kyle about six months after my ex and I broke up. And that started and that was beautiful. And then a lot of big life changes happened there. And I moved in with him and then all the shit happened with my family like eight months later. And it was just a lot. Like I had a lot of big changes. Like I've had so many big changes. Like my life from the beginning of the pandemic to the quote end of the pandemic massively changed. Now I'm no longer in athletic training. I mean, technically I'm an athletic trainer, but I wouldn't call myself in athletic training by any means. Right. And, um, I changed careers. I made a whole new group of friends. Like I have a whole new life out here. And, you know, some people are like, where did my life go? And I think I have a little bit of a different experience because I had a lot of change. A lot of people I think felt very stagnant and feel very behind. I personally do not feel that way. I made a lot of massive changes during that time. I also moved to a state that was a lot more free. You know, Michigan was very, very shut down. Um, when I was living there, it was like very, very shut down. You know, they had strict, um, regulations. And then Arizona, I will say the first month I was there, they had started to shut down more again, but I'll be honest, Arizona, I know was a lot less strict than other places. So I did feel some sense of freedom, but my job itself was very strict. And then dealing with all the COVID protocols at work, that was hard. And it was hard because my first job as a full-time AT was like in this weird new circumstance and like athletic training at the collegiate level, like COVID changed a lot. You basically ended up becoming these kids babysitters. Like you were responsible for all these things that you did not learn in school. Um, and it just fucking sucked. It fucking sucked. That's why I didn't last. I got burnt out and I fucking hated my life. I was tired of being like, who did you hang out with? Who have you been around? Blah, blah, blah. Like babysitting fucking college age kids and being like, 
listen, I know the pandemic isn't really happening anymore, but guess what? We still got to follow these bullshit rules. And like, now your season is shut down. Like my whole team like ruined their own fucking season because they couldn't keep it together. And like, that sucks, but that's life. And so for me, am I where I thought I would be at this age? No. Do I feel like I lost those years though? No, but I think it's because it's how I approached it. And so what I'm going to say to that is I do think it really shows like how you handled the pandemic and this pandemic skip concept, I think really does show how you handle challenge and how you handle difficult things and difficult um, experiences. Because like for me, I had a lot of shit happen, right? Like I had some of my lowest moments ever happen in that time period from like 2020 to 2022, 2023. But I'll be honest, I also had some of my best and my highest and my like loveliest uh, moments in that time period as well. And so I really think it just shows that you can, you can take these challenges and make it a fucking opportunity. Okay. You can make it an opportunity to do more, um, you can make it an opportunity to allow you to grow. Like this is where I really dove into my manifestation journey, my, um, my spiritual journey. It's when I started learning more about astrology and the moon and all these other things. And I feel like the pandemic was the exact reset I needed. I thought for me, the pandemic was a big purging of things and of experiences and a big purging of like letting go what no longer served me. And it made room for the new to come in. But I know that a lot of people did not feel that way and did not have that experience. And so what I thought was interesting about this article was how so many, sorry, I dropped my phone that has the article on it, but how people were talking about how it warped their perception of time and how old are we really? Like, am I, like, I don't see myself as someone who is still 27. No, like I am about to be 30. I will be 30 in a handful of months. Like my birthday is early December. And I'm like, yeah, this is my last year, my twenties. Okay. That happens. It's interesting. It's one of those things where, you know, I don't think, you know, people, I'm just skimming the article right now. People are talking about how they want to make up for lost time. I never saw it that way. Personally. I'm like, I'm not making up for lost time because I mean, maybe my situation is just, well, my situation is different. Everyone's situation is different, but I don't feel like I'm having to make up for lost time because for me, I'm like, I'm glad everything happened the way it did, even though it was difficult, right? Like I let go of the old, made room for the new. I stepped into my true authentic self. I stepped into a new role for myself. I let go of the things that were no longer serving me. And I used it as an opportunity for growth and for change. Like why the fuck not move? Why the fuck not let go of what is hurting me? And like, why not really dive into my own healing journey? You know, I think, I think one thing, I have learned though, is I just really learned to enjoy my downtime, my alone time, my solitude. Now, of course I miss it. Like sometimes Kyle works nights and I'll be honest, it's like a double-edged sword. Of course I miss him, right? Like, of course I miss him. I like, it's hard working a long day and then like not seeing him at the end of the day. Um, especially cause usually for him, it's just not necessarily that he didn't work during the day. It's just that they're fucking making him work like an absurdly long day. Like he worked like 17 hours yesterday. It's crazy to me. That's like so long. I haven't done that since like a football game day. You know, those are long days, um, in the athletic training world, but anywho, it's just like, for me personally, I don't feel like COVID made me feel stuck in time, but I do want to say that if you feel that way, that's valid. And so I would just kind of look at 
how am I feeling now that we're kind of quote getting back to normal? You know, I think the COVID, I think the pandemic has been long over. I know I just had COVID, but I don't necessarily think it's something that is, um, that it's going to go away. It's not going to go away. Like the COVID is now part of like our world. Like you get the flu, you get COVID, you get strep, like what the fuck ever it is what it is. And, um, maybe people won't like that. I say that, but I don't think it's a big deal per se. Like it's just another illness that we have to deal with and that we have to be precautious of. And, um, you know, a lot of people are saying they're going to do a new pandemic that they, that there might be another pandemic coming in 2024 with it being an election year and me not trusting our government. I wouldn't be shocked because, uh, the government overreach was just fucking ridiculous. The amount of lying to people was ridiculous. Sorry, not sorry. But if anything, the biggest thing I found was I really did not like my distrust in government officials really just skyrocketed during COVID. I will say that much because it just, it just didn't make any sense to me. A lot of things did not make sense to me, especially being in the medical field and basically being told, yeah, we know these masks don't work, but we're going to make you fucking wear them. Like having doctors actually say that to me, I was like, what the actual fuck? This is stupid as shit. So sorry if that pissed you off, but that's like why I have my perspective. I'm like, if you know that this doesn't do shit, why does my whole career have to change for it? Like, holy fuck. That's kind of where I was at. Gonna be honest. It's very frustrating. That's why I'm like, fuck you, COVID. And yes, I did just flip off the camera. Not sorry. Um, but anywho, this concept of the pandemic skip, do you feel like, I'm just asking a question. This is really more of a discussion. I don't have anything too profound to say about it other than I think it really could show you how you handle adversity. And did you take advantage of it? Like for me, I thought it was really cool how many people like learned how to do new hobbies, learned how to bake bread and learn how to can and became more independent and learned all these new things or actually spent time with their family. Like I think, okay, I'll say this. I forgot this really. Um, but I think one thing I learned in the pandemic was just that I really enjoy my downtime. I enjoy having a fucking life. I enjoy having weekends. I enjoy living my life. And as someone, I went from traveling all the time. I went from being busy, 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 busy to just nothing. And I realized I kind of liked the nothing. And that might sound weird, but I'm like, I like my downtime. And so that's kind of what I was saying about when Kyle works nights, it's a double-edged sword because I really miss him. But also like those are some of the only times I really have to myself. And that doesn't mean that we don't give each other our time. We do like we go do things without each other. We have our own hobbies, but like a lot of times it's like, we're both home just doing our own thing, which isn't bad. Right. But sometimes I'm like, Oh dang, like one day Hunter and I just went from vibing in my apartment and all of a sudden, you know, now we live with Kyle and we're doing that. And that's great and wonderful. And I absolutely love it. I would not change a fucking thing, but it's kind it's different. And it's like, it's interesting. And it kind of makes me think about like when people have kids and they're like, Oh, I miss my pre-kid life. And I'm like, I don't get it because I don't have kids, but I, it's like, whenever you have these big life changes, there's a little bit of grieving for the old life phase. So I think that's part of it. I think a lot of people are like, Oh, I miss these vital years. And maybe, maybe that's so I think for me, I don't think the pandemic changed a lot in the sense of, um, it didn't change a lot in the sense of I still probably would have gotten a job, right? Because my fellowship would have ended with or without the pandemic. And I would have needed a job with or without the pandemic, which meant I probably would have needed to move with or without now how far away I would have moved. Who knows? Um, 
maybe I wouldn't have had so much time to reflect and realize like this deep work I needed to do on myself because in the pandemic is when I started doing ACA, right? So there was a lot of like really, really positive changes that I'm really grateful for. But I just want you to think about, have you accepted that we had these couple years of our lives that were really difficult? But you know what? This might not be a popular thing to say. I feel like every generation has something similar, right? Like so many different generations have these big challenges that are like thrown their way. I mean, I would say our parents had the 08 recession and our grandparents like had that, had other things happen in history, you know, wars. Like we haven't really had, like we have had a war. I don't want to say we haven't had a war. I have a lot of friends that have gone overseas and fought, but you know, I feel like we have had a lot of big things, but I'm thinking of like the older generations where like World War II like stopped everything it seemed, you know, it's what made like women go in the workforce and blah, 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 right? And so to me, I'm like, this is just the generation defining event for like us millennials, specifically, you could say Gen Z, Gen X, like all these different, um, all these different groups of people. And so do you think that the pandemic skip affected you? I would argue that for me, it didn't. I think I would be um, thinking this regardless, because I don't think that this has changed. Uh, I don't think the pandemic really changed my timeline much. I think that, yes, I'm not where I wanted to be at this point, but I think I'm where I need to be. And I think that's a very powerful statement to make. Maybe I'm not where I wanted to be, but I am where I need to be. So I do recommend you kind of think about that. Is that maybe a mindset shift you need to make of, Maybe I'm not where I quote wanted to be, but I am where I'm meant to be and everything happens for a reason. I'm a big believer in that. So I, I'm going to link the article. I recommend you read it. I would love to hear your thoughts. I will put a little Q&A on the Spotify if you are on Spotify or if you're on YouTube, please comment your experience below. So now let's uh, pull a chakra card. Okay. I, this is an interesting card. This is an interesting card. Okay. So we pulled the inner strength card, which is going to be connected to your solar plexus chakra, which I believe is going to be a citrine crystal. Let me double check my book. Cause I don't want to tell you the wrong thing. Solar plexus. Yes. So a citrine crystal is going to be the recommended crystal when it comes to the solar plexus chakra. So how I'm reading this card, especially with today's topic is, are you tapping into your inner strength? This is a reminder that it's time for you to call on your inner strength. You have the ability to deal with anything the universe provides you. You are, you have the ability to deal with anything that the universe puts in your path. So how fucking powerful is it that we just pulled this card? right? We just talked about a very challenging period of time in many people's lives. And did you tap into the strength? Maybe you need to tap into the strength now. Maybe you are someone that is feeling that pandemic skip, feeling stuck, feeling like you're not where you want to be. Well, this is your sign from the universe that you have the strength, you have the ability to get where you want to go, to create the, the version of yourself that you want to be, to create the universe that you want. You have the power and the universe has your back. Your guides have your back. Your ancestors have your back. So do not give up on yourself. Just keep trucking along. I believe in you. I know you can do it. So this is your reminder to tap into your solar plexus chakra and think of what do I need to let go? What is bringing me down? 
what is impacting my personal strength, my inner strength. And remember that you are a lot stronger than you think. And if you lean into your resources, the universe, your friends, potentially family, like your loved ones, but then also the spiritual world, the divine world, they all have your back and they're all going to help you have the strength to get through what you need to. And remember that these challenges that we face in life, they usually can provide a lesson. I know a lot of people hate, oh, everything happens for a reason. But I know for me, all the negative shit that happened in my life made me stronger and it taught me something. Maybe it was a hard fucking lesson, but it still taught me a lesson that I needed and it has been part of my path and part of my journey. So this is just a reminder to you that no matter what is going on in your life, you can make the most of it, even if it's really hard. And I think going through my own hard times, right? Like I've shared about it openly on the podcast in the past six months or so, even more than that, really like. I've had various challenges come up that have been really heartbreaking, but you know what I've done? I would say right now I'm at a relatively neutral spot. Of course, there's things that bug me. There's things I'm still working through. I'm not perfect, but my inner strength is what has helped me to be on this healing path and be on this healing journey. And I just recommend, and I encourage you to remember that you have your own inner strength and you just need to be open to receiving it. Just know that it's in there. Know that you have this source to tap into when you're feeling low. So with that, we are going to end for this week. I love that we pulled this inner strength card when we were talking about a time that was so difficult for so many. So just remember that the universe has your back, guys. Like It is going to help you get through whatever challenges are put in front of you. And I believe in you guys. I really want to know what you think about this pandemic skip. I know that this episode was maybe a little different. There wasn't some big lesson or message necessarily. But I think it's a really interesting topic, especially because, you know, some people are claiming that there's going to be another pandemic. You know, other people are saying, oh, we're finally back to normal. I feel like we've been back to normal for a bit now, but that's just my two cents. So anywho, thank you guys so much for listening. Of course, continue to send in your submissions. I love hearing what you have to say. I love hearing your shares. I'm so grateful for you guys. Keep leaving reviews. Keep subscribing following, share it with your followers, share it with your friends, share it with your family. I love you so, so, so much. And do not forget to stay empowered. All right, guys, I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our Get Empowered community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode. And of course, to connect with me on social. You can find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwitherica.com. I always love hearing from you. So don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I'll see you next week. And don't forget to stay empowered.